Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. He really fucked the shit out of me, as they say in the biz. I was... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to That's a Gay S Podcast, the podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It's me, Eric Williams, and this week is a bit of a diff episode of the podcast. We have Catherine Cohen from Seek Treatment Fame here to do a pride-filled episode featuring a new segment called Ask a Straight Cis Woman During Pride. And boy, do we ask. One of the questions I put Catherine on the spot for is, can a gay man's best friend, best girly friend, say the F-slur? wait for her answer on that and i also of course have to ask about the postmates bottom friendly menu should that be legal under the law stay tuned if you think i sound like chucky finster it's because i do have covid yes yes i do feel like hugh jackman looked at the tony awards last night did you see that he looked in like bloodshot eyes fully unwell and of course the next morning he posted a video being like well i got carving everybody and sorry i can't do the music man on Broadway. Sorry, sorry, baddie. Um, so, you know, I feel you, Hugh. I, I do think I got COVID almost in as gay of a fashion as Hugh did. Um, he got it from the Tony Awards. I got it from Trixie Mattel performing at Pride Week. <laughs> yeah, I do think I attended a, a Pride event super spreading, but eh, it was worth it. We love tricks. Because I have COVID, if you have any recommendations for TV shows, specifically true crime, please send. I'm really in a hankering to watch devastating stories for the next week. I do talk about one of my favorites as of late with Kat on this episode. It's the Kristen Chenoweth uh, Girl Scout true crime doc. <laughs> and when I say I recommend it, I mean like it's it's good and terribly bad in, in, in many camp ways, I would say. So if you haven't watched it, stay tuned for the review and then please let me know if you do watch. We're going to get straight into this episode with the Catherine Cohen. I'm so happy you are here, and I'm so happy that Spotify chose to feature us on the main page. We're like with Jonathan Van Ness's podcast and my friend Zach Grady's Gay Pride and Prejudice. It's an executive produced by Jesse Tyler Ferguson, Gender Reveal. It's just like, I don't know, it feels like we're in the big league. So I want to thank them and thank you for being here. Enjoy this podcast. Tell a friend you love it. And this is my girly, Catherine Cohen. Dare I say that you are a best friend of the pod? I'm honored. I just am so excited you are here, and I want to thank you for coming back on. It's my greatest pleasure. I wanted to start this off by actually announcing something to you, and it's going to be a visual. Give me a second. Oh, I can't wait. I'm scared, and I'm worried. I wanted to premiere 
for the first time at the Omatsageos podcast an appearance of my new dog. <gasps> Stop it. This is Freddie, my love, Lamas oh. Williams. Wait, he's going to he's going to say something. He's licking the microphone. Oh, Freddie. Wait, tell me everything. We adopted him 2 weeks ago. Unbelievable. Catherine, he was found on the street. No. We, someone posted a video of him on twitter.com. No. Matt all of a sudden was like love at first sight question mark and then he found out the shelter that Freddie was taken to. They called him Scooter, but we thought that was a little too heteronormative. Yeah, yeah I don't so, like that. Uh, and like throw him on the bed and he like breaks his neck um, <laughs> and so he matt found the shelter and so his sister was in town they went to the shelter and long story short matt was like we need this dog i go <gasps> later that day girly i was i was signing adoption papers 12 minutes after oh, i met him wait so what kind of dog is he i can't tell Let me he's see. a terrier mix um we he's think so that he's cute. a mix between i don't know the, the the specific it's like cairn terrier plus something else terrier but he's basically just like sweet they think he's one year old he has <gasps> puppy tendencies I, mm-hmm. I i say six months i say seven months is he house trained he wasn't when we got him but i have to tell you within like 10 days and turkey that's treats, shocking he said, I mean, he's had, he's had a momentary piddle course, and poodle, but like truly like it, oh we had his, God. he had his first one yesterday in like five or six days. Oh. And the reason why I actually wanted to show you this is that you posted a dog like, I did. Well, who is that dog? My absolute angel. It's my brother's dog. Oh. Who lives next door to me. Wait, you live next door to your bro. You live next door to my bro. And he has the most amazing dog named Lunchbox. <laughs> and so lately I've had very little going on. And my brother got this new job, so he's been going into the office. And I just kind of wake up and I go fetch Lunchbox, and then we hang out during the day. And the name yeah. Lunchbox is inspired. Isn't that crazy? That was his name at the shelter. And what? It was meant to be. He. I've never met a dog like him. He is. He's the sweetest, calmest. Like he hates walking. He literally just wants to lay on you. He's perfect. Okay, goals. All we were nervous because he's an energetic girl, but like he he keeps us. He keep. I think honestly, I haven't told anyone of this. I think that he's actually been good for me and Matt too, because we have like a I'm common sure. a common goal. Like, uh, and we're proud of our son. No, t- literally, I, Brian and I. Well, I fostered a puppy a, last spring, and it was so so hard she was obsessed with she was so cute but obsessed with shitting on herself <laughs> but it really it was really like sexy to watch brian like take her out and like be cute to her i exactly i actually said recently that there's nothing more attractive than fatherhood which brought up a couple mm, of questions but yes? i think i think do you that- want to be a, a father one day I do. I do. Aww. It's, it's expensive. And, Ugh. but also like, it's, I, I, I want it to happen. We were talking about with Freddie, like, what do we call the, the gay quandary is two dads. What do you call them? Daddy one, daddy two. Someone was like saying, you call them. I don't want my child to call me like Eric. Eric, <laughs> can I have some juice? I know people do like Papa and Daddy, which or, like Dad and Papa. Is it okay whatever. to say that Papa doesn't like <laughs> ring all of our bells? I don't. It, <laughs> it's we just are undecided. So for now, we're doing something for dog only. I don't think right. human child, but like Daddy Eric, Daddy Matt. But like, that's great. I think that's okay for dog. <laughs> it's perfect. I think it's good for a human too. I think it is Daddy too. Matt. It's my it's friend really- had two moms, and would be like like Mama Catherine and like Mama. Who's my wife? Who's my wife? What's her name? June Diane Raphael. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, obviously the question's begging to be asked. Eggs freezing. How are you doing? I know. I just froze my eggy, eggalinas. <laughs> Literally one week ago today, I was the procedure. 
Um, I've on it honestly coming off the hormones has really made my moods like psychotic. So I've been like pretty depressed, but I'm glad I did it. What did you? What was the per- preparation before you got the froze? You have to inject yourself with hormones for like two weeks. So basically, yeah, you go in, they like do your blood work, ultrasound, and then you go pick up this big bag of like thousands of dollars worth of medicine. It's like a comically large bag from a special pharmacy. And then, yeah, once in the morning and once in the evening, usually you give yourself like a shot. It's like, it's not that bad. It's not like a, it's a, it's a needle, but it's not like crazy long. Where on the body? In in my belly. Yeah. You can also do it on your thigh, but I thought that would hurt more for some reason. I guess my thighs are tauter. Sure, no, I than think my belly. I, I would go belly too. But I don't. If I was really thin, it'd be so uncomfortable. I don't know how how you're like doctor. Which ab do, do I put it into? No, literally, like I would just kind of like it would really like p- into my big pillowy form. It was so comforting. I posted a picture of myself with Freddie on the stories recently, mm-hmm. and then someone responded about like, yeah, belly. I was like. Oh. I had like I was showing a little midriff and I was like And they were into it. I think so. It was the first time I, it had been labeled belly to me and it was I think belly is a term of endearment. I think so too. I just I have, moving to Los Angeles has, you know, I have a joke that's like while I haven't gained fame or wealth, what I have gained is body dysmorphia. I just yeah, like, exactly. truly, I truly like the lighting here is just too good for all of our oh own my mental God, health. That sounds horrible. And also because in New York, you walk so much in here. I not only don't walk, but I also have a trunk to put my groceries into. I'm like, well, then I'm going to get the bigger ice cream. Never moving so, again. Yeah. So I, I like, Oh, look at Freddie's face. Oh my frame, God. Though. That's so fucking cute. Freddie, do you want to say hi to Catherine? He was going, wait, no, I'm like sad. I wonder if lunchbox is home. Lunchbox. <laughs> lunchbox. Get in here. I'm always like wishing I could text him and see if he's around. Okay, same thought, same thought. I do have um, my, I have my brother on Find My Friends, so I'll just like look and see if he's home or not. And if he's not home, there's a good chance Lunchbox is home. Oh, reverse psychology. Well, yeah, unless Sundays I'll take him out with him on the weekends and stuff. But usually it's like means he's at the orifice, the orifice. Sure, the orifice. Doing squirt. God, Lunchbox is just a, a man about town. Precioso. We love Lunchbox Angelina. and Freddie is going to get their own Netflix animated they show. They deserve it. Wait, so how do you like, when did you move to LA? Six, seven months ago. And um, it is been, dare I say, the change it's been good it's oh been the change good. you needed the change i need and that's I've, great i've had so much soul searching about why i like it so much because oftentimes tell me everything well there's that really annoying conversation of like what is better new york or <laughs> la and you're like actually right, right. i'm bored but i've learned that they're both great what is really great about my situation is Mm -hmm. the change happened period i needed Mm -hmm. to change up the mix if i was a kardashian holding a salad what i'm doing right now is (laughs) like that was my life i was like you needed you needed something fresh. I needed to mix it up. I needed yeah. You've been in New York for like a million years. Thirteen. Since you were what eighteen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which since famously is like like two years before I met you. I think, which is I know that's crazy. Absolutely insane. But yeah, I um overall it's just like I have gotten things out, like gotten out of my own way in ways that I wasn't mm. in New York and like have some wow. exciting How- themes. Tell me more. 
Well, like, example being, and mm-hmm. I feel like this is how I know you're such a good podcast host because you're on my podcast and you're asking me all the questions. I'm going <laughs> to well, ask I you. I also haven't talked to you in a long time. I know. I'm going to I'm gonna ask you <laughs> questions, I promise. But mm-hmm. I want to answer this one by telling you that one of the yeah. biggest mental roadblocks I had in New York was this voice. And my therapist is like, who is the voice? And I was like, oh, that's tough to, to say who it is because I realized the voices in my head mm-hmm. have been saying to me you are not enough. You are mm-hmm. bad. Why would you do that? You are bad. And then here, mm-hmm. because of the change, I was like, why don't we switch that up? And so mm-hmm. the, when I hear that voice here, I'm like, but I think that's actually wrong. Because what I'm actually learning from things I put out is that actually, I'm not bad. And I'm not a piece of shit. So what if I don't listen to the voice and then do the oh. things I actually want to do? Example being, I had an idea for a pilot that I was like, not writing because I thought I was bad and mm-hmm. so then i wrote it here and it's actually like i'm having some exciting meetings and things and go. also i now know which is it's psycho to say that it's fucking good is that okay i'm sh- it's better than okay it's perfect also just like i was at a gay bar last night on a wednesday if you can believe and i started talking to this random guy and my friend who's with us was like you just talked and meet people here i was like yeah i live in l.a which has nothing to do with anything, but it's like, I just, the change has, tr- I've tried yeah, to. Yeah, you're just like, hey, what's up, everyone? I just got here. Well, my, my line that's really, if he listens, like, this is going to be devastating. Because this is a genuine question I have. If I like I'm someone's this, shirt, yeah. I'm like, okay, what? I, this is my line last night. I said, okay, listen, I'm going to tell you where your shirt is from. And if I'm correct. <gasps> but the, the second I even. It's very sa- sexy. It, it is, I mean, I was definitely flirting. The of second course. The second I said that, his face went. Like it was like a, and I was like, oh no, is it thrift? It's thrift, isn't it? And he was like, it's thrift. And I was like, fuck, I was going to oh. say Zara. He's like, no, it's like, and I couldn't even tell you. I was like, well, what thrift shop? He's like, I couldn't tell you. I go to so many. So he sounds ne- really chic. Next thing we know, I'm inviting myself to a future party that he's throwing. And now we're friends on Instagram. Oh my God. That's so beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's how you do it. You know, it's, that's a good one. Cause that people, you know, I write this advice column and yes. people often ask like, how do I meet new people? And it's a hard thing to do. It's so hard. And I actually said to the people I was with, I was like, what is my opening line? What is my opening line? And then I think Matt made fun of him. He's like, talk about a shirt. And I was like, I'm going to talk about a shirt. Yeah. And it worked. It was fine. People just, people are fine being talked to. I find mostly. Oh, totally. I feel, yeah. And if they're not okay, they let you know. <laughs> I know. It, if I talk to a stranger and they don't immediately, if they aren't immediately charmed by me, I'm like, exactly. this is insane. You're like, what is your problem? Like, you're yelling. You're yelling. I need help. You're screaming bloody murder at me. Well, I think with this in mind of you being such a good interviewee and interviewer, I want to take the reins back and I want to uh, introduce a new, uh, <laughs> can I introduce a new segment? I just picture myself being a literal horse, like chomping and you're like, I'm like, Argh! yeah. <laughs> Because this is Pride Month and Catherine Cohen is mm-hmm. on the podcast, I have a segment perfect for Pride that is called Ask a Straight Cis Woman. Yes! I'm going to ask you some hot button questions. Oh my God, I can't wait. And you have to give me your take as a hot, straight, cis woman. I'm ready. I've been preparing, roll, I've been preparing this my whole life. Question number one. Uh-huh. Recently, Postmates, the delivery service, had yeah. a campaign that says we have a bottom-friendly menu. These are options for gays <laughs> who want to get fucked in the hole. Catherine, <laughs> is this funny or is this bad? That's not true. No, it's true. It happened today. No. Google it, babe. <laughs> Postmates. Are you joking? They have a, a bottoms-friendly menu? Bottom-friendly menu. Like stuff with fiber in it? Yeah, and it's like, get sushi because like, it's rice. <laughs> You're like, interested? <laughs> Is rice good for shitting? I mean, yeah. If like, you know, the brat diet, if you have die, if you have diarrhea, it's oh. bananas, rice, 
applesauce toast. Oh, I'm really actually constipated after my egg retrieval. So maybe oh, don't I, do this. Maybe, don't, don't do... Maybe th- this is all to say I need to get on the bottoms-only diet. Well, do not do rice girly because that will stop you up more than the constipation has already stopped right, you. Right. So all, that's what I thought. So carbs stop you up. So I need like broccoli. Ugh. I guess. You also need just like a venti God. iced macchiato and god yeah 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 <laughs> and god herself okay so um yeah no i don't i think that's insane <laughs> <laughs> okay i think that's i think that's what majority of people um we actually i posted on the the podcast instagram and that is winning currently um yeah. what were your a, options like is this okay or is it insane exactly i said like funny okay unhinged or bad like yeah i would say unhinged yeah i think we were going on i don't know if it's bad i don't know if it's bad but it's not good (laughs) right (laughs) we know what it's not which is good um you famously are going to edinburgh and london (gasps) to perform Catherine cohen where are the boys hotter scotland or england um they're both amazing options but i have to say england only because well, it's, this, this could really go either way because the Scottish accent is often impenetrable, which really? can be very hot. Like, I think it's literally impossible to understand, which is, of course, horny to have someone talking at you and you, like, literally don't know what they're saying, but they're literally speaking your language and you're just a stupid hole begging to be filled. So, can I give you my Scottish I, accent impression? Yeah, please. My favorite color is blue. Thank you. Yeah, it's like, what? It's like, literally. Also, our arm going down at the stall to get the thing and I'm going to put you in and I'm going to put my dick in a pussy. That's that veered a little bit southern at the end, which is really cool. Don't put my anger pace. <laughs> but I think um, I've been known to fall in love with many a British man. So I remember when I visited, one. I was on the tube. Is that what they call it? Channel? Yeah, yeah. And um, I look across the platform. Next thing I know, the most beautiful manicured man uh, is like wearing tight jeans, probably a leather sure. jacket. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if. London is full of beautifully dressed men, or they're all fagotrinis. Um, beautifully dressed. I think they're mostly straight. Fuck. No, I mean no. That's not most of it. When I say what I'm saying is that most of the guys I've been with in London, I'm like, I assume they were gay, and then I find out, oh, they're actually not. But then, to be fair, I was once famously had to say it with me pub, and I hooked up with a bi guy I met there. Which oh, was so hot. hot. So I know. And, hot. and he was, li- he looked like Eddie Redmayne. He was like <gasps> model. And it was so funny because the next morning he was like dying to hang out with me. He's like, let's go to a museum. I'll take off work. Let's do something. And I was like, oh, I have to get back. I have a meeting, whatever. So I leave. And then that night I text him like, well, let's hang out this weekend. Disappeared forever. Don't you want the like true crime documentary about what happened to him? Well, yeah, because it's funny. Like, I would assume he would disappear, but because he was so insistent on seeing me again, that's when I got confused. But maybe, maybe that's classic. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a sucker, sucker for love. He really fucked the shit out of me, as they say in the biz. I was, <laughs> I was wondering if there was full penetration, but you are saying yes and yes. <laughs> yeah, there was. Yeah, it was. It was. We had safe, safe, beautiful sex. This oh, is years. Wow. This is years ago now. Years ago, safe. I wish him the best. I hope he's doing well. What do you think? What do you remember his first name? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait. No. Let me think. That's really scary. I, I. It's probably in my Google Doc. I have. Um. I have a, a name in my head. What do you? I'll tell you if it's right. Well, it's a really big swing. So uh, okay, it, it's. I think his name is Landon. No, but it's not. It's not far from that. But I um, I'm sure I wrote it down somewhere for, for the you know mem- the memoir. Yeah, etc. I have a picture of him in my phone. You actually. do? 
Yeah. Individu- independently of the recording, at some point, I want to see. I want to see. The yeah, picture it's definitely of not. It's definitely not going in the public sphere. But I'm sure there's a picture of Landon because I remember like it was a very very drunken night. But I remember I was I had this crazy coat and he like tried it on as a joke or something. But I was like, haha, like let me take a picture just so I could obviously show pictures of him to people like let you. Let me take a picture of the I'm coat. In. Yeah, LL is such a funny thing. A guy wearing a girl's coat. I'm laughing, <laughs> laughing. I have to capture those. Next thing <gasps> you know, what? Yeah, I just actually, I had a, I just, you just unlocked a sense memory. Where are you? One time I'm in Scotland and I slept with this Scottish guy and I made him try on his kilt for me. Oh. And this is textbook. As I put, as I grabbed my phone to take, as I pressed take the picture, my phone died. <laughs> Shut up. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. There was some Scottish ghost that was like, not today. That was like, girl, you need to be You need present. Jesus. Yeah, you need Gord himself. If I, if I was standing in front of a Scottish man in a kilt, guess where I would go next? Inside the my kilt. My knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Inside I, the computer? I would literally be like lifting that skirt up. I you know, know like, is so, a kilt is so hot. Yeah, you just see my head. You make me want to la la on the, the kitchen, kitchen and the floor. floor I'll be your friend's mate. I always do I want more. I'm, I'm like an alley cat. Drink of? Milk up. Bottom oh, line. You make Scream. Here's Scream. my next question for Ask a Straight Cis Woman. Mm-hmm. Can a gay guy's girlfriend, best girlfriend, say the word fag? No. Decidedly no. Have did you see um I just saw the most amazing play called Which Way to the Stage? I at hear MCC. it's so good. My you, friend just saw it and said you it was, would die. Like, I hear it's it, great. It just, it just closed, but hopefully it'll go to LA or something or somewhere else. I pray. There's a whole bit where his the the best um the best girlfriend of the guy of the gay guy insists she can say it because like she was the only one in their Fire Island house and I was like <laughs> dying laughing. Oh my! I mean, it's actually I think a debate to be had because I I'm thinking of a specific friend who is mm-hmm. similar to a Catherine Cohen, which is mm-hmm. what we call mm-hmm. a magnet to gays, and <laughs> I think that if. She were to say it to me, I'd be like, "You, are, I mean, I've, I, you earned it, like you earned." But I think that's an exception rather than the rule. Yeah, I don't know why I, ne- I would need to say it so bad. Like, I'm fine not saying I it. I think if we were saying in a joking, but like making fun of like through love way about like someone like being super faggy, that's the only way that I can be like, because we're saying, yeah, like it's also like doing it a private joke with like your friend in front of no one is different than like walking around town being like. Ah! <laughs> There's a fag over there. Me on stage at Club Cummings screaming the slur. Like, no. <laughs> Where are my faggots at? The whole audience goes silent. Oh, can you imagine? I know. I, I met this, like, Gen Z gay who was, like, uni. He was, like, trying to tell me I should, like, be more, like, not, like, offensive. But he was, like, you need to, like, like, he was really drunk. But I could t- I, get, I think that's what he was saying. Like, because now it's almost, like, you know, millennials are, like, I feel like, woke obsessed and now yeah. gen z's are like you know rebelling against yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. and i'm like i'm not gonna say a slur at you <laughs> like i don't know what you want from me that's but so I, uh, funny because like i think what so many people love about you is that you say a lot of the unsaid things and i let gen z's <laughs> like now i want you to commit a crime <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah i'll happily further. say my embarrassing unsaid things not someone else's um offensive things yeah i love though that this drunk man was giving you notes I loved it. I was like, I was like, what else should I do? Tell me everything. <laughs> yeah, um, please. No, but I think that is not, not for us. Okay. Okay. Um, I have a new question. Yes. Boyfriends dressing identically. Should this be legally allowed under the law? 
Oh, like a, a gay couple? Yeah. That's fine. I saw the other day in West Hollywood and I... Identically? Like, do you, is, that, is that a thing? It isn't. You, d- you, just mean, you just mean when couples look alike. They, they, they not only looked alike, but they were both wearing jean cutoffs and like a white tee and like the same bandana. And I was like, well, now we're going far. Now we're... But that's t- like, like all couples do that. Like my parents, um, who are famously man and woman, mm-hmm. will constantly show up at events wearing the exact same outfit. As a bit? Like, no, like on accident. Like, because they just like... You know what? They both just have like 10 things in their closet and they're around <laughs> each other all the time. So they'll be like, they'll show up in like navy suits and like white button downs or like they'll wear the same like blue workout shirt to play tennis. Oh, and I'm like, this is crazy. It makes it even better that they're different genders. I love that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I am um, growing up with my very straight twin brother. If we walked out of like into the hallway to leave and we were both wearing the same shirt. I cannot would, believe you have a straight twin brother. Straight twin. He would lose his fucking mind. Aww. He would like, change your shirt. <laughs> Oh, that's so sad. I'd be so like, cute. here's here's a funny idea. Change your shirt. <laughs> or, Where does he live? St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, right. Home sweet home. home. Is he married? Married with child. Wow. One year old child. Oh, my God. Are you guys identical? Very fratern. Oh, very fraternita. Yeah. Um, I actually had a funny experience during Pride last weekend where I told a guy who was, I think, on drugs. I um, told cool. him I was a twin. And he goes, oh, are you guys biological? <laughs> That's amazing. I was like, turns out, yeah, funny story. <laughs> I feel, I'm feeling so biological today. I know. We, I was like, <laughs> are you biological? We're so biological. We like had such a biological moment there. I um, love it. Yeah, I think I think that ends the Ask a Straight Cis Woman. I think you pass with flying colors. I'm so glad. I also want to say, like, when couples look alike, I get it. Because if I'm watching lesbian porn, which I often enjoy, it's like I really want the girl to look like the girls to look like me or have, like, my body type. Mm-hmm. Because then you're like, it's like I'm attracted to it. And also, like, you feel like it's you. It's like, I, it makes sense. Do you know what's really devastating? Mm. I was with a friend recently and I was like, he was showing me a cute guy and I was like, do you know who he looks like? He looks like that guy from that brother porn. He was like part of yeah. it. And I was like, it's, it's, it, there's a porn with two like brothers who are fucking. And yeah, he's yeah. like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so I found myself on my computer going to a private Chrome browser <laughs> and I typed in brother gay porn and the yeah. results did not show me the porn I was looking for. And I'm like scrolling through pages. And at this point <laughs> I like zoomed out and I was like, is this, am, am, I, right. on, am I on a list? Am I on do a we list? Need, do we need this right now? I think that's beautiful. I love being familiar with porn stars and their work. Yeah. And also I, I think like, I don't, I, I don't think these people were actually brothers, but it was filmed in a way that really felt like a docuseries and that they were. Cool. And it was a great, it was a great video. I'm sure someone listening to this knows the video. Like it's like a brunette guy with like a kind of like chin patch hair. And he's like, yeah, yeah, reach out if you know that guy. Yeah. Reach out if you know that reach guy. Reach out if you know that guy. Yeah, Brian and I will love being like, I found a girl that like we'll like. Have you like, ever considered a three? Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely open to a three. But I just find like talking about it is very horny. It would be might be messy interpersonally to actually do it. Yeah, I think it has to be very organic, but it could be absolutely Yeah, incredible. I've also tried to make it happen. Like I've twice Brian and I have tried to like fuck other couples and we've been like rejected both times. So I'm like, okay, bye. It's kind of iconic, actually. Isn't that devastating to be in a relationship and still get rejected? Yeah, well, it's really crazy, too, because, like, we both, Brian and I felt like both couples were acting in a way that was, like, so flirty. We were like, this is crazy. And so it would be insane if we didn't pick up on this. And then next thing we know, rejected. How did they reject you? Um. Well, one was, so the one story is that we were all really, we were really drunk. And this other couple was like, let's play truth or dare. And I'm like, okay. 
And so one of the dares, we'd been like kind of flirty all night, or whatever. And one of the dares was to tell the other girl to kiss me. And then she started like laughing so hard that like we were like, okay. <laughs> She's like crying, laughing. I'm like, well, I don't know why that's so, so funny. Um, so then we ended up going home after that. <laughs> <laughs> she cried. She cried laughing until you just kind of slowly slinked yeah, out the door slunk, i just slunk out yeah she's very beautiful and cool and i wish her the best so i wish she had made out with you i know i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Can you believe, speaking of funny women that are turning out to maybe be gay or not, Rebel Wilson has a girlfriend. Oh, really? I didn't she know that about her. She just premiered the picture on the I internet. See it. That's cute. Yeah, she's real. I mean, they look like very happy, but Rebel Wilson is, she, I think she like says like happy pride. And here we this are. This is so funny. This name all about Ramona Agruma. Oh. <laughs> Ramona Agruma. They look very happy and cute. A jewelry designer. Okay, you, it's very Kim Cattrall, Sex and the City, like having a girlfriend for the first time, and she's like a painter. It's all it's very totally. Bad. If you if you were cast in and just like that season two, but <sighs> you had to say a line that was anti-Semitic or um, <laughs> like supposed to be shock humor, but you weren't, sh- you had to say fag. Would you, <laughs> would you take the role? That's a really good question. It depends on why what's happening. It's because um, Charlotte <laughs> actually like meets you at an event, and she's I like, "I could definitely say something anti-Semitic because I'm Jew." Right. So, I, like, 
she Charlotte meets you at an event and then she takes you to um Miranda and Sarah Jessica Parker like for brunch and then you find out that your server is Jewish and then <laughs> you say something like well mm-hmm. I hope they're I'm not expecting 20 percent yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be honored to do that on and just like that. I actually see that as a that actually would be a great arc for you. Now that I pitch so it, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> You're like, wait, I'm an amazing. Yeah, I moved to LA and I'm, a- I'm an amazing TV writer. I guess I'm. Be so fun to be on that show. Oh my god. Uh, I want to manifest it for you. You know, it's funny because someone just asked me the other- where was I that someone just asked me what role I would play on that show if I if I was in my dreams. It's a where great was qu- I? I don't know. It's a great. Where question. have I been? Where am I? Where are you going? No, literally, I'm having this thing lately where I'm like, I can't remember like what I did yesterday or the day before. I think that's maybe just like a trauma response to the world being on fire. Is that pandemic brain fog? Blah, 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 dot com. Dot, oh, yeah, I've been having that for I know. sure. But my husband calls it, quote, not listening. <laughs> Drag his ass. I want to ask you, as a talented, famous person, you, oh, you so your Netflix much. special is one of the best things I've ever seen on a screen. Oh, and I mean that with all my heart. You. Matt and I were I watching it and just... The biggest thing I love about it is that it's not only crafted to perfection, but oh. you are having so much fucking fun up there. I am, and I girl. can't believe the pressure of uh, knowing what you were about to do and then you did oh, it. Did you take a it, drug or was it just like the, the, the energy of the, the life circumstance? No, it was in that moment. I felt like like waking up the day of the special. It was like, oh, I have everything I need like yeah. to have the best time. It yeah. wasn't getting there. It was very stressful. But on that day, I was like, this is fucking me. I've done the show 10 million times. Mm-hmm. We're filming it twice. Like I have my family in the audience. Like I'm just going to have so much fun. And also like, I don't think this happened, but I could have easily been like, I think there was one song where I was like, let's start over. You know what I mean? Like, I love we're that just, so Because we ended up cutting together two performances. But no, it was very natural and it was yeah please spread the word because it feels crazy to like you put this thing out and it's just like online yeah and you're just like wait where'd it go do you know (laughs) do you know how much of the final product was which performance is like half and half i don't know i asked the director that because i helped him with some of the cutting together i think it's like pretty even half and half i think because i think i think the first performance was more like tighter and the second one was a little like loopier and like more ad libs and more like kookiness and so together together they probably had a good balance as you are embarking on this journey if i were to ask you about auditions that you've had that you Mm -hmm. haven't booked has there been anything that you are allowed to say in public that was like a behind the scenes that's just like a crazy like circumstance or like oh i wish i know what you're talking about like i was almost wanda vision or whatever the fuck <laughs> like no um no i mean i've obviously had 10 zillion auditions that i haven't gotten but there's nothing that i'm like wow that would have changed everything except like i feel like i auditioned for the the girl in hacks but i feel like every female comedian on the planet did as well so i'm like that doesn't feel special i'm just like yeah of course i like went in and you know whatever oh yeah of course okay, okay pivot your favorite tv show of all time best of all my favorite comedy of all time I would say would probably be either the comeback or Arrested Development. Mm, you know what? I never, never watch Arrested Development. I feel like I missed. It was very formative for me. Like t- when I watched that in high school, I was like, I've never heard jokes like this. Like I've never laughed like this. It was a whole new 
like language for my brain. Did that you was watch? So um, funny. Were you a Parks and Recreation person? Yeah, I loved Parks and Rec. That my, and I loved The Office. Yes, my I had an ex that um, got me into Parks and Rec, and I was like, found myself crying watching it, and I was like, oh, oh, shit. I f- you know what? The reason I haven't finished all of Hacks is because lately I just I never watch comedies because I think they subconsciously make me feel like oh I should be writing or doing mm-hmm. something or auditioning, which is so stupid. So I need to get back and in, in the love for the love of the game. You know what I'm saying? I literally. I exclusively watch like dramas and like true crime and documentaries and stuff. Are you watching The Staircase? Obviously, I'm all caught up. It's so good. Are you team all? Are you team he did it? Who who did I'm it? I'm definitely team he did it. 100% he did it. I just read an article about The Staircase being like, um, are we trying to make him seem a little too sympathetic and like taking a little more liberty? Like, like it's like, didn't... really? Well, cause the, it was basically actually a very, a friend of the pod, Ashley Ray wrote this very good article about like how mm-hmm. we kind of like, I forget the word she uses, but like we almost trivialize or like we like we have to watch her get murdered in literally every episode except like two and like the different it ways that she could have it's gotten murdered it's very hard to watch it's hard i like I, I, at one point she in the article describes one of the murders i was like i don't remember that and that's because i was putting my hand up to shield the screen i couldn't possibly bear it but i think what she was saying is that the common sense theory is that he uh, domestically abused her and he murdered her and that's it but it's almost like the show tries to do too many of both things, which is like show the common sense, like he probably did it, but also like give too much voice to the other theories and try to show her as a human being, but also show her get like bash in the brain on a staircase oh. 15 million times. Well, it's interesting. I think, first of all, it's funny because when I was watching one of the murder scenes, I was like similarly putting my hand up. My boyfriend was making fun of me because all I do all day is listen to true crime podcasts, mm. but I don't, I'm like, I don't want to see it. I'm like, I like hearing about fucked up shit, but seeing it, I'm never into like gratuitous, like gore. And I don't like that. But I, it's so funny you say that because I thought my interpretation of watching it play out in so many different ways is that it's so deeply absurd in every way, except the obvious way mm. that I feel like they're making their point that way. Like, no, because the, the one where it said she slipped, she's literally throwing herself back and forth for no reason. And I was like, this is amazing. It's very showgirls dying in the pool. She's showgirls. Yeah, her. exactly. So I want, I should, but send me the article so I can read I it. I will. The, 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 the commitment issue in me, like the trust issued person in me is like, maybe it was an owl. Like, I, I just can't help. Oh, I'm d- well, either it was an owl or he killed her. I don't think she tripped, but I am definitely, t- I could definitely see it being an owl. <laughs> Pat and I are big proponents of owl theory. <laughs> But he's so awful and he's so repulsive and I fucking hate him. Colin Firth is so good in it. And I'm like, oh, he, I just, he's so awful. And Juliette Binoche being the like so documentarian good. that's like, like sopping wet while she's editing this murderer. It's like, she's so beautiful. She's gorgeous. Although, How many apps are there? I actually don't going know. To be? But I, is there one more or is there like three more? My gut tells me there's like one more because isn't I'm I, scared of that. I'm scared too. I, I I'm scared of that. We <laughs> troll the the television every night for the next disgusting crime documentary. Same. We're like, wait, do you have any good ones? I need. We just I'm sure watched, I've seen them all. Wait, we have to talk about the really. It's good in the sense that it's good and bad. It's the Kristen Chenoweth Girl Scout doc. I have not heard about that. Catherine, what is it? I'm going to pitch it to you right now. It's a documentary? <laughs> it's a documentary series that I think is like done by like ABC or one of those networks. Oh, and one of those where they repeat the same thing like 20,000 times because of commercial over breaks. Over and yeah, over. Yeah. This whole documentary is about three young girls who it's a de- like truly horrifying story. 
But Kristen Chenoweth is like no. somehow narrating it because she almost went to that camp, but was oh. sick and didn't go. That's insane. What's it on? I think we watched it on Netflix. Let me look for it. It sounds right like now. Hulu. It sounds like. Oh, wait, it like, does sound like Hulu. It doesn't sound <laughs> like in, on the ladder of prestige. It's like, of course, HBO at the top. And then we right. have like Showtime. Then we have Netflix. Then we have bottom of the barrel Hulu. <laughs> now, where do you think Apple TV falls on that? Apple TV is like in a league of their own, if you will. I think like Apple TV <laughs> is like like adjacent to, dare I say, Hulu. Showtime? But people say that no. pe- people say that Apple TV, I just haven't given Apple TV a fair I shake. feel like it's getting better. Yeah. I feel um, like oh, Apple because TV of is severance. more like Oh, couldn't. If you think I could watch that for a single second. Wait, so can't wait. Give it me a was second. So boring. I was asleep. <laughs> he's he's left the podcast because of um what I said, my inflammatory comments. I start saying the slur over and over again while he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't watch Severance? No, I was bored out of my skull trying to watch the pilot. I, You know who I don't like? Don't Speaking of Parks and Rec. Oh, you don't like um, Adam Scott? No, he literally... I'm sure this isn't true, but the way he walks around, he thinks he's God's gift to Hollywood. It's like no one cares. In dude. purse or on screen? On on screen. I don't know him. Okay, I was like, did you meet him at a party and he was a total... No, not at all. I know what I'm saying. I'm sure he's lovely, but like for some reason, the way he comes off is so like... Nah. Like, I oh, see what so, you mean. He it's does... so 2016. It's like, get out. Let someone else have fun. Let someone else be the normal guy. Do you know who also I think does that? Hmm. Max Greenfeld? Yeah, but I like him because it... he's like... He's, like, too hot. He's, like, not normal. He's so, I think he's so hot. And then to be, like, affable, if that's a word, like, maybe excuse it. But to me, he... You don't like him. I don't... I I, I once thought I saw him at um this, like, cafe spot in Los Feliz. And I was like, oh, my God, it's him. And my gut reaction was, like, I'm so excited. So I think I do like oh, him. I just... Yeah, he's really talented. He's talented and so hot and Jewish. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe it's, like, a self... Uh, right hate, right maybe like, look maybe look within hey look within i think i i think i might need to seek treatment when it comes to my no. feelings about max greenfield thank you um yeah i thought severance was actually incredible after the at post pilot but what, uh, okay i'll to- give another show i feel like i also i also have a sense memory of auditioning for that in like 2018 because i have a i remember being in la and being like going from uber to uber and being really tired and going into a casting office and like doing a scene where I'm, like, pretending to be stuck in a room. And so then when I was watching the pilot, I was like, oh, like, I think I've read this. See, Catherine, you just answered my question about a good audition. (laughs) But I feel like it was, similarly, it's like, those are the kind of parts, too, where they see, like, every girl who's alive. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't feel, I feel like if I was in, you know, you hear stories of people being like, I was in the final two for, like, this thing. That's never um, Well, first, I want to confirm that I looked it up. It is on Hulu, that that Girl Scout documentary. (laughs) I knew it. I I could smell the Hulu coming off of it. And I say this with, I watched lots of Hulu. Well, what's really sad about the whole thing is that the whole documentary, Kristen Chenoweth is like, you know, I just, I, I over and over and over thought to myself, I should have, could have, wouldn't have been at that Girl Scout camp and just the fact that I wasn't. So that's why I'm here singing for good on a documentary about the children's that's murder. really warped. With, yeah. uh, dare I say, like 15-year-old girl who is not no. famous and who's performing it on a stage with her. It's really unhinged, but the story itself is crazy. It could have been one episode. It's like 12. However, people were roasting Kristen Chenoweth on, of course, Twitter. And then soon after, Kristen Chenoweth tweeted like, 
need your prayers, y'all, going like going through a tough time. And I, part of me thought it was just because she was getting like Twitter hate, uh-huh. but it probably was also she's just like has enough going on. It must have been something else. But I said to Matt, my theory. The filmmakers found out the Kristen Chenoweth connection. They pitched to her, hey, can you help us get visibility for these murders that were never solved? And can you do this thing? And she was like, sure, doll. I'll do whatever you want. I'm going to sing for good. They're like, yeah, absolutely. I think she was trying to do a good thing. And then the filmmakers made it and made her insufferable on it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Wait, but people are angry because it feels like that she was centering herself in these girls <laughs> stories and like i mean it's just really it's, it's like they have her really like bizarre. touch the what tree happened? Can, can i ask what happened um I, at the camp oh what happened is that they um all the girls went to sleep and then during the middle of the night one of the older counselors like heard no. something but then just like walked the other way and then it turns out three girls were taken from their cabin and brutally murdered or by, two, two were murdered in the cabin and one was outside of the cabin. No. And by one of the counselors? No, they, I, I, I now forget the ending because I was too focused on Chris and Chenna with singing, but sure. I think they never found the guy that did it. That's horrible. You know, I watched this or I listened to this podcast about very recently, like just a few years ago, there was a random shooting in Malibu where this dad was camping with his two kids and yeah, it was just randomly shot in the head and they don't know who did it like through his tent anyways that's through his tent yeah i don't know this makes camping i i used to think camping was like such a fun place to like fuck like i I would love to i would love to penetrate under the stars but now this is giving me pause Mm, i think those are probably the exceptions not the rule and there we go you gotta gotta risk it all to have a little fun but you know what's so demented is brian and i did this cross-country road trip and we met his um <laughs> met up with his sister and her husband in yosemite and we, our tent was like next to them but like for some reason we were like extremely horny that night so we like we like start having sex and then we realized that it's literally ab it's never we've never been in a more quiet environment <laughs> in our entire lives and you can just hear the air mattress like i'm like we have to stop so then we're still we start laughing <laughs> and then i'm like this is this is horrible. Can so we, we dive into finish. can we dive into your sound effect of why was the air mattress making that sound? It's like the air kind of like, like the air kind of like folding. Oh, Anyways, I see. I it's the folding. I think we air. started we started having sex and then we immediately like immediately stopped being like, wait, literally no. <laughs> okay, I have a really technical question about that. Yeah. Do you stop while he's hard or does it get soft inside of you? I think in that I see this with so much love towards him. I think it probably got soft inside because all of a sudden we like realized how close we were to his like family member. Do you think they ever knew what you were doing? <laughs> oh, I hope not. Can I tell you but something crazy care. that happened to my friend yesterday? You were there and you heard us. <laughs> <laughs> I um yeah, I was like, what is that squishy sound? I um a friend told me that he received a dick pic from his dear friend. But his dear friend did not realize no. that he was sending his dick pic to that person because it was like a faceless app situation, like a location-based oh, app. Oh, interesting. Okay. How did the person know it was his friend's cock? Because he knew uh, the bedroom that he took it in. Oh, that's crazy. That's modern and beautiful. Did he say anything or no? No. And they haven't talked about but it. But that's, that's the kind of thing that like when someone has like three drinks, they'll be like, guess what? <laughs> And but then they, they'll tell their friend. But they tell them like three years later. 
I know. Can I tell you something else that I haven't thought about this in Please. years? When Matt and I were first dating, we went to a bar and it was literally a month in. So I was head over heels. I was obs- oh, heaven. I was just like, you know, like the electricity. The, of the, course. The I know the electricity. The of course. So... The we meet these hormones. Hormones, <laughs> and so we meet this new this uh, friend of a friend. I was like, "This is actually my new. This is my. This is Matt I'm dating this guy." And he was like, "Oh, nice to meet you." And then Matt's like, "Nice to meet you." And I was like, "Okay, this is fun. I'm so like fucking in love." I find out months later that I introduced Matt to a man whose dick he had sucked months prior. Oh, and they yeah. had that both, sounds very New York. It was so. They both played it off like they were meeting each other for the first time, but I I don't think. They could have dealt with it in a different way, but it felt... That seems like the best way to deal with it. I think so. so it's I, nice that he told you. It is nice. I was conditioned in a way that was not healthy to say everything that enters your mind. And, Me too. And But I don't... But that's, but that's not... I don't think that's always the answer. Yeah, I once... I remember once I was like on a date with like an ex-boyfriend, like a reconnecting date. Mm. And then we walked by this guy I'd literally slept with like the night before. And I was like, hey... Hey, and then we kept walking, and then my my ex was obviously like, "You fuck that guy." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "I could tell." <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how he felt about it. The guy who I walked by, or the ex? The ex that you were reconnecting with. He probably didn't like that because I was always being a stupid whore towards him. The um, other guy couldn't care less. Literally <laughs> wanted me dead. <laughs> it's, was that in New York as well? Yeah, New York City, center of the world. Uh, well, Yosemite aside, you, I do want to ask a question about a tweet that you said. You said I just gave I'm head, just gave head in my nap dress. <laughs> I know I'm wearing it right now too. <laughs> Have um, you washed it since? No. <laughs> Imagine if I washed <laughs> clothes immediately after giving head because it was so I felt so filthy. Um, no, I. You know why is because a I'm wearing nap dress because I'm like still bloated from my surgina. Mm-hmm. B I gave head because I can't have sex for another week. And C um, I feel like Brian deserved a little love because he's been just like watching me moan about my ovaries for like three weeks. You're a really good girlfriend, aren't you? I know it's crazy. I mean, I'm also terror. Okay, what is the worst quality of yours as a girlfriend? Um, probably being really charming and fun to everyone else and then dumping all my anger and insecurities on my partner and being a bitch to them. I think that's me as well. Right? Because like, you're like, and also you get to a phase in a relationship where you feel so comfortable around them that it's almost like being with yourself and you're just like, you treat them like you treat yourself, which is usually like shit. Wait, you're right. That is so, so on top of it because I have tried to work through recently of not using Matt for every ounce of my validation and like, (laughs) and like my therapist was like, why don't you like go to a website to see if there's groups that can like, you can like ask them if that's funny and not Matt every, cause I, 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 I show Matt, I, you know, as you know, there's a lot of writing and content and things. And I used to, and by used to me, like as of six days ago would have Matt review every single thing and he a is not in comedy b just wants to watch bravo and c like he supports me through and through but he doesn't want to support me in that way and i shouldn't be making him do that it's like hard to know how to be for be the partner that your partner wants while also taking care of yourself it's very hard i think the thesis is that relationships are not as easy as the movies say (laughs) the movies say they're always good (laughs) i know it's exhausting it's it's, it's, but it's beautiful to be in love how long have you been married now uh married for two and a half together for almost nine 
That's crazy. Yeah. Do you have, are, are people asking you about engagements? Oh, I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I definitely want to marry Bri, but I'm not in any kind of rush. I think that's really very good. I'd like to have a really wonderful career. And then when I have a lot of money, throw a big, big, big wedding. Where is it? You know, I don't know. Cause I always thought like, at first I was like, oh, it'll be like upstate. Then I was like, no, it'll just be like in the city. And then I was like, no, it'll just be like in my hometown at my parents' house. Do you know what I mean? Like, who knows? Wow. Lots of options. Who officiates? Um, Chris Murphy. <gasps> I love you know that. Chris? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Chris introduced us. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he went to college with me and went to camp with Brian. And he famously turned to me one day and said, you should date my one straight friend from summer camp. And I was like, okay. And the rest is history. And then, yeah, then like a year and a half later, after many tumultuous fights, we became BFGF. I do want to ask a question about news that I wish was getting a little more publicized, which is that... Oh, what? Seek Treatment has a TikTok account. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's like literally just me being like, guys, we need to film it. Pat's like, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I... What are your feelings I've about been... TikTok? I feel like last time we talked, you were not into TikTok and now you are. So I ju- yeah, it's so funny. I really think it's very beautiful and I love being on TikTok. I'm trying to get more into it and figure it out. I joined like a year ago when I was quarantining mm-hmm. and I had like, was literally locked in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. And I do find it just an incredible website. And so, and so I just, we just like were playing around and I had my say it with me assistant. I just got an assistant. Congratulations. She's amazing. I had her just like literally put it, I was like, can you just like film this on your phone and send me a clip and I'll just like upload it and see what happens. So now I'm just going to try and like, do that every now and then just to spread the word. I think you should because I... It's a lot of work though. Oh my God. It's so... I I went through a phase where I had someone actually reach out to me. They're like, hey, we actually want to work with like rep you maybe, but we prefer people with 100,000 followers. (laughs) (gasps) What a crazy thing to say. It was crazy. And at that point, I think I was like at 15. So I was like, okay. um, But... I do think it is an amazing website. I just think that it I takes, love watching it. It's I don't like know a baby. It, it like takes constant attention if you want to grow. Totally, totally, and I do, and I do. Um, but you did when actually on a recent episode of Seek Treatment, you were talking about um, when either like Netflix or Comedy Central post clips of yours, and then you just like fear for your life. Oh my god! They're like, kill this woman, burn her at the stake. <laughs> The second you said that, I was like, why do we have to be such soldiers when when put on a platform against our own will or wish? But like people, I, I, I just, it sometimes surprised me that anyone could say anything negative about any of us, but clearly people have opinions. <laughs> That's how I feel. Um, yeah, I'd much rather be on a, have my work be exposed to many people and have half of them hate me than it not be exposed at all. So I celebrate it. That is true. I actually um, d- did a video for the app Calm, a meditation yes, app. Yes, love. They have like... A, a very big audience and i forgot that people would hate me i like literally mm-hmm. was like oh yeah yeah that's so nice i'll do that yeah it was definitely a rude awakening yeah well I, people kept calling me cringe and um oh. and um like Love a that. stereotype of a gay man awesome i was like oh guess what i am babe also yeah it's kind of fun when like people get really really angry like when like men get really angry about my work or even when you know anyone when anyone gets really angry about my work it's like okay i must be doing something right I think that's true. Matt said that to me the other day. It was he was like, 
I was talking about this podcast actually and about like what if X, Y, and Z pissed someone off and he was like, honestly, you'd be lucky because yes. people are talking about it. Drama, drama, drama. Well, speaking of, we have to f- finish this gorgeous Let's episode. Let's wrap her up. Let's wrap her up. Catherine Cohen, where do you want people to follow you? Where do you, what do you want them to pay attention to? Well, you know, why not? I love, you know what? I'm, tr- I'm 30 years old and I'm working on using tiktok more so go and find me there i don't know i don't remember my handle and nor should you for some reason i couldn't get the one that's same as others but just search my name and hope for the best and that is a beautiful journey for you (laughs) and for us Catherine cohen i want you to hear this to the depths of your soul i think you're so incredible i think this podcast is lucky to have you on and i cannot wait to talk to you for hours same and i can't wait for the next reunion love j'adore Thanks for listening to this episode of That's a Gay Ass Podcast. If you have not followed us on Instagram, it's at Gay Ass Podcast. And uh, yeah, tell a friend. That actually means a lot when you tell someone that you like this episode or you like this pod. Happy Pride. You are doing amazing, sweetie. I have COVID. You're exhausted, but you are the moment. I love you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.